Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 339. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about why not to take loans from your 401k. And you're going to learn why it's not a good idea to take loans and take money out of your 401k. And we're going to cover this through an article that I found, which I will leave a link to the article in the show notes and on my website at lindapjones.com. But this was written by Jeff Brown, and it comes to us from usnews.com. And it says, those surveys show the average investor is not saving enough for retirement Some have done pretty well using large contributions and handsome stock returns to build substantial holdings. But for many, a 401k is the most substantial account, perhaps the only account, and in an emergency, the investor is likely to face a hefty tax bill and penalty for taking money out. That's where a 401k loan comes in. Used right, a loan can be an inexpensive way to get money out of the 401k before qualified withdrawals are permitted after age 59 and a half. With accounts flush from stock market gains of recent years, it may look like a good time to borrow, especially if you think you'll have a chance to repay after a market dip. But experts say a loan is not to be taken lightly, as it can severely undermine investment performance afterward. We recommend avoiding 401k loans as much as you possibly can and only using them as a last resort, says Andrew Thomas, investment advisor at Bloom, an online 401k management service. There are far better options to pay down debt or for the unexpected expense. As most 401k investors know, these workplace accounts allow the participant to set aside up to $18,000 a year or $24,000 if 50 or older. Many employers match the employee's contributions to some extent. Neither contribution is included in the employee's annual income, producing a substantial upfront tax savings. Annual income or gains from shifting money among holdings are not taxed on an annual basis. All taxes are deferred until money is withdrawn after the investor turns 59 and a half, and money taken out after that is taxed as income. Except in certain cases, withdrawals before the investor turns 59 and a half are taxed and subject to a penalty of 10%. That means money is tied up and not available for ordinary expenses, emergencies, a home down payment, or other needs. That can be a serious problem if the 401k is the participant's main investment. A 401k loan is an option if the employer allows. Federal law allows a loan of up to half the account value or $50,000, whichever is smaller. Defaulting makes the outstanding loan balance into a withdrawal subject to income tax, and if the borrower is not age 59.5, a 10% penalty. While there is no federal restriction on how loan proceeds can be used, David Gratke, CEO of Gratke Wealth of Portland, Oregon, says funding emergencies is most common. 
We just had a client tap a 401k loan due to a high unexpected tax bill, he said. Unforeseen emergencies are usually justified. A 55-inch curved $4,000 LCD TV at Costco, not so much. That's the foolish side. Most employers have restrictions of their own, like requiring evidence of a hardship, he says. As with most loans, there is an interest charge, but instead of paying a bank or other institution, the borrower pays interest back on the 401k account, so the interest payment adds to the account value rather than subtracting. Interest rates are set by the employer, but are often 1 to 2 percentage points above the prime rate, currently 4.25%. The debt typically has to be repaid within five years, or tax and penalty apply to the balance. So what's not to like? It sounds like a win-win, a great way to finance a new car, pay a semester's tuition, redo the kitchen, or pay down some high-interest credit card debt. With a 401k loan, it seems like you could earn interest instead of paying it. Experts warn, however, it's not quite that simple. The biggest negative is how the cash is raised. Unlike a margin account, which is a loan using securities as collateral, a 401k loan involves selling assets in the account. That will reduce your investment gains. The biggest drawback to these loans is opportunity costs that comes with the missed potential growth of your investments, Thomas says. People typically stop contributing to their 401k while repaying a loan, which means they are also missing out on their employer match. These are huge setbacks to the average American, and there are usually many other options to consider before dipping into your nest egg early. Another concern, though it's nice that the interest is paid into your own account, that's still money you have to come up with out of ordinary income or by tapping other investments. A 6% loan of $50,000 would cost $3,000 a year in interest, $15,000 over five years. If you took out the loan because you were in a pinch, interest charges could be a burden, even if the rate looked low compared to credit card rates. Money used to repay is typically after-tax money. It's not tax-deductible like the original contribution. In effect, the loan offsets one of the chief benefits of a 401k, the upfront tax deduction. But what if you're not in a pinch? Would it make sense to use a 401k loan as a convenient alternative to a loan with a higher rate? It might seem that way if interest rates were the only consideration, but those lost investment gains should be countered too. With big U.S. stocks in the Standard & Poor's 500 index up more than 15% this year, someone who borrowed $50,000 January 1st would have missed out on about $7,500 in gains and paid interest on top of that. It's important that we focus on the fact that we're talking about a retirement account that likely has decades until it would be used for a retirement income, Thomas says. That time is extremely important for growth. We focus on time in the market rather than timing the market. Although 401k loan rates seem cheap, there may be better alternatives, says Dwayne Phelps, owner of Phelps Financial Group in Kennesaw, Georgia. If your credit is good, 670 or above, then you may want to explore other options that would give you favorable rates, Phelps says. There are personal loans that can be taken from credit unions, banks, and equity lines of credit, where an interest is probably deductible. This may be an option to consider since 401k interest is not deductible. On the other hand, if your credit is poor, below 600, then taking a loan from your 401k plan may be a great alternative to address a short-term financial need. Another worry is what happens if your work life sours, Thomas says. If you leave your job, you will likely be required to pay back all of your remaining loan balance in a single balloon payment or over a very short period of time, he says. End of article. 
So really interesting article. I agree with what they're saying. It's not good to use it as an emergency fund. It's not easy to always pay yourself back, uh, even though you're getting the interest on the loan. And more so, what I would add to this article is the whole mindset around taking a loan from your 401k. Because if you have the mindset that you can dip into it when you want to, that it's there for you, that it's your emergency fund or something, I think those are all not the right way to think about your 401k. I think what you want to think about is like an IRA, same thing that you would want to put money in for retirement and not touch it until you retire. That once you put money in there, it's done, gone, you can't access it. It just can really turn into a nightmare. So I think the best mindset is once you put money into your 401k, don't think about the reasons why you could dip into it or that you have access to it. I just think you should be thinking, I don't have any access to this. This is money that's put away and keep it put away for the long term. There are other ways to, you know, explore other loans, like they said, loans from banks or equity lines of credit or other options that might be tax deductible. Certainly a home equity line of credit would be tax deductible. I mean, it it depends what you're borrowing this for, but I definitely think that once you've put money into your 401k, you should just think about leaving it there for the long term. I will post a link to this article in the show notes and on my website at lindapjones.com. And while you're there, if you want to get your 11 quick financial tips to boost your wealth, you can pick that up also on my website. And if you haven't yet hit the subscribe button, I'd love to have you subscribe. That way you get instant access to all the podcasts as soon as they're uploaded. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.